Hello, and welcome back to the Pretty Little Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Caroline. And today, take it away, Phoebe. We are on episode 15, my friends. Quince. I was going to oh say 20 cinco, God. but that's, not, that's no, 25. That's 25. That's 25. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what they say. If at first you don't succeed... Lie, lie, lie again. again. That, that is the name of our episode. That is it. Can you guys believe we are already at 15 episodes? Yeah, we have seven more until we're done with season one. My Big God. stuff Oh, coming. my God. Uh, I'm excited. And you know what's coming up? It is now officially the month of Pretty Little Liars Original Sin. Are you excited? Um, I guess. I saw that uh, Sarah Shepard like, posted about it, and she got to see the first few episodes, and she said they're so fun and scary oh so they're going right into the fear they because really are i feel like pretty little liars not that it it was creepy it's first couple of seasons but mm-hmm. again as you all know i'm re-watching again on my own time you literally don't shut up about this but i'm I gonna just, start censoring you about okay that. do you want to edit the podcast go ahead be my guest oh my god what a martyr anyway it gets scary like, i can't watch I it at night when i'm alone no i know i remember that I probably thought it was scarier like earlier in the seasons than you did because I'm notoriously scared of every single thing. When Caroline sleeps, she has a TV on, but she has she like I don't know if she still do, but she used to have to put it on like the kids channel because there would be scary movie trailers that would freak her out. Well, here's the first thing I'm going to say. I don't have to have the TV on when I sleep. I don't. (laughs) If Anthony's there, (laughs) if Anthony's there, then I feel safe. If he's not there, then I do feel like I need to have the TV on just in case. Because here's the deal. Here's the logic behind my thinking. If the TV is on, as long as no scary commercials can play, so probably like the Disney Channel is what I listened to or watched all through college when I would sleep alone, literally, Disney Channel on all night. The reasoning behind that is that it will be loud enough that if someone breaks into my house and is like rummaging through my drawers for a knife and like breaks on the door and is like shooting around the place and like oh. my dog's barking because he's like, mom, there's someone here. Then I won't know. I won't even know. Well, don't you want to kind of know? No, because you know what happens is I don't stop listening. <laughs> I lay in bed and I literally turn on my supersonic hearing so I can hear every single creak in this old house. And then I make up stories about it. It's really uh, last night. I at like I went to bed at like three in the morning, and we had grilled okay, yesterday. Wow, cool. That's not why I said that. I just mean like I was up, and I knew I turned the grill off. I knew it. I knew I did. Mm-hmm. But I was laying in bed, and I was like, "You had to get out of bed and go check." Yeah, and I was like, "Well, what if I what if I left the garage open?" Yeah. So I literally was just like walking around the neighborhood with no <laughs> pants on. Just <laughs> my god Just making sure that i didn't burn the house down or let anybody into the house no i completely i actually get that more than you might think because i teach musical theater classes and i rent space in a yoga studio like a few minutes away from my house and i was teaching a dance cardio class and someone like opened the windows because it got super hot mm-hmm. and i could not remember if i if i shut them and it starts raining and i'm laying in bed it's like mm, 1230 I've already been up worrying about it for like an hour and I didn't want to tell Anthony like hey I think I might have left the windows open and now it's raining and I think I need to go back 
And so I finally texted mom and I was like, mom, I think I left the windows open. Do you think I have to go back? And mom was like, just you're going to be up all night if you don't just go. <laughs> and so I was like, OK, she knows you so well. I know. She's like, take Anthony with you. And I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. And I decided to wake up Anthony, make him drive me to the yoga studio at one in the morning. And the windows were all shut. <laughs> so but i totally get it it's like such a real thing and it's like yeah you actually cannot rest or like sometimes there are such like noise like noises again but i even like i made pasta for dinner a couple weeks ago not even like a late night pasta making session for me mm-hmm. i made pasta and had the stove on and then i went to bed and i could hear like this whirring is that the, is that the word I don't know what like sound you're talking about. No, I know that that's a word, but I don't know what sound you're talking about, so I can't tell you if it's the right word. Yeah, but what are you describing the sound of? Well, I thought it might be the stove. Okay, that's not what a sound. That's not what a stove sounds like. Okay, I didn't. That's what a car sounds like. (laughs) I didn't know what it sounded like. Oh my god, you thought you probably heard the fan, like the vent. No, but I was like, oh my god, I started a grease fire in the house. That was my fear. That's no, I thought you were just admitting. No, grease starting <laughs> a grease fire. And I was like, wow, I hope mom's not listening Grease to fires one. are actually one of my biggest fears ever. <laughs> I Okay, actually, it's a good time to mention on the pod, I guess. A fire is one of my biggest fears. Truly, like, keeps me up at night. But what I do just want to, like, finish this all off by saying is that if you're not afraid of the dark a little bit, or if you're not afraid of sounds in the night a little bit, or... If you've never been like, I'd feel more comfortable if like I turn on the TV to the Disney Channel or put on some sounds to feel better. Man-made sounds, not not creaks and ghosts. If you've never felt like that, then you're Spencer Hastings. Because that bitch has never been scared a day in her <laughs> life home alone at night. No. She's literally got intruders constantly. And she, we never see her listening to music, we but we know she has a playlist. She never watches TV. She's one playlist. Okay, so should we talk about the episode? I don't know how you're going to edit all that. Yeah, well, Caroline's going to do the recap for us, so. Lucky you guys. Okay, so (laughs) here we go. I'm just going to go character by character. I find that's the easiest way to organize my thoughts. Okay. So we're going to start with Emily. Um, So Maya, as we know, has gone to, what is it called? First North? True North. True North, the, like, rehab camp. And they can't talk on the phone. So enter Caleb Rivers, Caroline's dream man who is going to hack into the phone lines and make it so that Maya can receive Emily's calls. Maya does receive a call from Emily and she gets to talk to her, but Emily's convinced that Maya's moved on. She sounds different. So she steals a flask out of Hannah's bag and gets wasted at the dance-a-thon. That's that on Emily. Moving on to Aria. Aria's childhood babysitter is in town from New York City. Her name is Simone. And if you saw the reference photos on the Instagram, then you agree with me that she looks like a blend of Bridget Mendler and Kay Panabaker. And I won't be taking questions on that. Anyway, Ella Montgomery sets Simone up with Ezra Fitz and they go on a coffee date. And then Simone had such a good time. She shows up at the dance-a-thon to talk to Ezra, which is extremely inappropriate, but drives Aria fucking nuts. And she ends up confronting Ezra about it after the dance, and he tells her he's in love with her. Hannah is looking for work. She needs to repay this debt. Um, and A is hiring. So she goes to the dance-a-thon, and A texts her and says, if you dance with Lucas, I'll give you $200 a dance. And she ups the ante to 500 and finally $1,000 to break Lucas's heart, which Hannah does pretty, pretty well. Spencer is absolutely sure that Ian has killed Allison and that he's taken her laptop. Her laptop's gone missing. They're sure Ian has it and that he stored it at the school. So 
while Ian is chaperoning the dance-a-thon, they take the keys to Ian's office out of his coat at Coat Check, and they search for Spencer's laptop. Um, Ian's getting pretty suspicious of the girls. He thinks something's going on. So Spencer is forced to tell him that she told the girls about their relationship, and that's why everyone's acting weird. He is very angry about this and kind of shows that he's maybe got a violent streak. When they all get back to Spencer's house after the dance, though, Spencer's laptop is there. And they open it to a photo of Allison from the night she went missing with a shadow lurking in the darkness. And they're trying to figure out who that shadow might be and if it might be the person that killed Allison. And that is where we left off. Now, I just can't wait to get into this episode because we know that Paige McCullers makes her debut. Y'all aren't ready for the slander. Go on. I didn't even want to call it slander because slander is sometimes lies. No, and she I'm sucks. being, I'm telling just the truth. She's a bad character. Anyone on that TikTok I made who has the audacity to say that they liked Paige and like she's misunderstood and Emily forgave Paige, so we should too. She tried to drown Emily. I'm sorry, I'm not going to get over that one. And like, even if we're going to try to forgive her for that, we can't forgive her for the haircut. <laughs> no, even worse, the hair. Oh my God. Uh, no, seriously. But I mean, here's what I'm going to say. People are in bad relationships all the time. And just because they forgive the person that they're with doesn't mean that your friends have to. And I am Emily's friend. And so I don't (laughs) have to forgive Paige for this. In fact, I'm a good friend because I'm not forgiving her. Can't freaking stand her. A life lesson from Caroline. (laughs) If you think your friend is in a dangerous relationship or situation, don't forgive the person just because they do. Stick with your gut. Help your friend. Good stuff. Here we go. (laughs) So we have to discuss something. Mm. Caroline just had it. (laughs) (laughs) Caroline just had a temper tantrum. (laughs) I'm upset. And rightfully so. (laughs) She's I can't say it. So we open on the girls running down Spencer's stairs to the kitchen. Well, mostly Aria running. Everyone else <laughs> is like walking. It's like Christmas morning and Aria's the youngest it sibling. It is actually exactly like Christmas morning if you're in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and you have a house elf in your home who's rushing downstairs to organize all the gifts for the children. That's what Aria is giving me here. Aria is in the baggiest clothes you've ever seen in a hat. I've n- in a, a hat. A, one of the hats. At like what? Did you see? Is it your nightcap? What I, the fuck? Uh, it, it is giving nightcap energy. <laughs> yes, correct. It is the most abhorrent <laughs> look I've seen from her, and that is saying something. Yeah. And I think actually, you don't really get the full effect if it's just like a photo of the outfit. It's like you have to see it. Caroline's like in, gonna have to motion. do a GIF. Yeah, I'm gonna have to just like film that. And post it. And then maybe Phoebe and I will both, like, reenact it, too. Caroline literally, like, pauses the show two seconds in, furiously starts writing in her notes, and it just (laughs) says, Aria, I hate you. I feel that way sometimes. (laughs) She's, but here's the thing, like, Aria, it didn't have to be this way. (laughs) But you and your little wardrobe (laughs) made it this way, and that's on you. And so... I'm gonna I'm gonna table that. I'm gonna stop talking about it, but I'm not gonna stop thinking about it probably ever. Yeah. It's stuck in here. My <laughs> noggin. So Arya woke all the girls up, I guess. It's the sunrise, I Classic think. Because Aria. Hannah says, I don't want a sunrise unless there's tequila in it. <laughs> okay, Hannah. We know. <laughs> we get it. Also, I didn't think Arya stayed over. 
after the dance. Wasn't think, it just Emily, Hannah? I think and they all probably. Oh my ended god, you know Emily's so hungover. Hung <laughs> poor Emily. Oh my god, Aria, you little bitch. You couldn't have waited <laughs> till they woke up. No, Aria is walking on air. Aria, Aria has no. Oh yeah, because Fitz told her he's exactly. in love with her last night. She didn't night. fall asleep. She didn't sleep. She's up all night. Oh my god, they were probably together all night. Ew, ew. And so here's the thing though, like. Aria, bad friend alert, because you didn't even know Emily got so wasted last night because she was already put to bed by the doting Hannah Marin before you even got to Spencer's house. So you don't even know she's hungover this morning. But I bet you're going to make a shitty comment about it <laughs> once you find out, because that's just who you are, isn't it? So Spencer's making coffee for them, and Aria is, like, obsessed with this picture. Again, the picture we saw of Allie that A sent them. Allie in front of Spencer's barn the night that she went missing. Aria goes, I'm printing this out, I guess. And she prints it out and it's literally already printed. A I high be resolution. If literally like Aria already woke up, went downstairs, <laughs> printed it, and then like had everything ready to go. And she's like, now I need to have my light bulb moment. And yeah. I need everybody <laughs> to see it. Yeah, she prints a high res, like dark ink. On someone else's printer. I know. Eight by ten photo and it prints out in less than five seconds. It's an incredible printer. I love the name of it. Whatever that is. So Arya takes the picture out and she's like, look, look, look. And they're like, we've already looked at every possible thing in that picture. There's nothing else there. But Arya does make a valid point. She says, we need to think about where this picture was taken from because there's only one view that would give you this like vantage point for the photo. And that is from Allison's bedroom. So the photo has to have been taken from inside Allison's bedroom and one thing that gets me here is they're like, well, the only people who could have possibly yeah. taken this photo are her parents or her brother, Jason, which they're going with Jason. But I just want to say, y'all, A has been in and out of your house. Literally, but no, but it also willy nilly. Because Hannah goes at first. She goes, Aria, Allie's in the picture. She couldn't have As taken that. He's the only one that would be in the room to yeah. take the picture. And how do you know Allie... How do you know Allie didn't stage all this and put a tripod in her room and take those or pictures? Or how do you know Allie didn't have, like, a fucking, like, stunt double? Yeah. Like, literally. How do you know anything? But but what kills me is, like, you guys are living in fear because people are just traipsing in and out of your homes, threatening to kill you, filming you through windows. Like, and you don't think someone might have gone into Allison's house? She was murdered this evening. <laughs> this evening, this eve, she was murdered. So it's okay to think something sinister maybe happened, but... Instead, they think Jason probably took the photo and they remember that he's back in town because Hannah's mom saw him at the bank. So Spencer volunteers to talk to Jason because they have to find out if he is, in fact, the one who took the picture. So if you guys will remember a couple episodes ago, Hannah stalked the fridge and we made fun of her because it was all produce, which expires. And... It does expire, as we learn in this episode, because Hannah goes to pick up a banana and it is rotten. Which I have something to say about, but you can finish whatever this is going to be. Caroline knows it's about her. We made fun of the, specifically we made fun of the, the whole pineapple Hannah chose to buy. And what I come to Caroline's house on Sunday for Charleston's birthday party. And Which what, was amazing, thank you What all do I asking. find on her counter? But a whole pineapple? No, I'm not doing this with you because my motivation for buying that pineapple was different than Hannah's, okay? <laughs> because I'm going to eat it this week. I wasn't, like, stocking the fridge with the only money I have left to make sure that, like, I can eat for as long as possible. In which case, I would only buy non-perishables. <laughs> but I'm on the whole 30. So I'm going to eat that pineapple this week, the whole fucking thing. I also bought a whole watermelon. <laughs> And I already cut it up and I've eaten half of it. So, yeah, um, I'm going to eat the pineapple and I won't be 
I won't have my name slandered by you for buying a pineapple because it's just a different situation for me and Hannah. Different <laughs> strokes for different folks, okay? <laughs> oh. But what I want to yeah. say. All right. About can the I, banana? Can I move on? Yeah, okay. So Hannah has put her earnings from the dance-a-thon into a popsicle box in the freezer. That's where we're now keeping the money. And Mrs. Marin walks in and she's on the phone. Well, while she's on the phone, Hannah picks up one banana, two banana, three banana, four. They're all rotten. She picked up four bananas? Yes, she did. Whoa. They're all bruised. They're all going bad, as produce does. But it's perfect for banana bread. Yeah, that is They don't make that true. in that household. Oh, yeah. Carbs. Remember? No carbs. Okay, so Hannah's mom is on the phone, and she's gotten a call from the bank, and Mrs. Potter has made an appointment to come in. Well, that's who she took the $50,000 from, which I didn't realize no, was that much more money. than that, though. Because Mrs. Marin says, I'm $50,000 short. Oh. She has some of the money. Oh, yeah. So how much money did oh she God, take? I didn't think about that. That's like a math problem. And that's like me. one of those like math word problems. Those don't. We don't need word problems. No, especially. <laughs> Hannah is someone, though, from one of those word problems that it's like. Hannah went to the store and bought yeah. 20 pineapples. Yeah. Every pineapple was $5. How much did Hannah spend? Yeah, but harder than that. <laughs> Word problems are way harder than that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my point is, and I know I'm taking a long-winded route to get here, but my point is the bananas are a metaphor. The time is running out on that produce. Wow. The, they have expired just as this loan has expired. Yo. The time has run out for the merits on this loan Shit's about to hit the fan. I had no idea where Caroline was going with that, but that paid off. English major energy. Aria and okay, Fitz would Aria. be proud. Is but it really is, I mean, want? it is a good observation, is it not? It is. I bet it's on purpose. Probably. Hannah's like, what are we going to do? Her mom's like, well, you're going to go to school. And Mama Marin. God, I cannot imagine the stress coursing through her body at this moment. Why did she do this? Why did she do it? Like, I can't imagine imagine the stress coursing through her body when she did it. And then, like, this entire time. And then, and she, then like, especially now. She's just, like, driving through Rosewood, like, windows down, yeah, money bag like, open. Window, like, we got Taylor Swift blaring. She's got the windows down. She's singing. We have quite the silhouette. <laughs> oh, my God. Right away, we see the shadow of someone walking up steps wearing a hat. And wearing loose-fitting pants. Mm -hmm. And, like, a trench coat. So, Phoebe and I are immediately placing bets on who it's going to be. First thought? Aria. Aria. Um, we've got the hat. We've got <laughs> the pick-me energy just walking up the steps. It's, like, palpable. For sure. And the jeans look like jeans we've seen her in before. Yes. But then we're like, mm, Spencer. Yeah, the hair. The hair, and she's taller. She's mm -hmm. noticeably taller. It was Spencer. So, spoiler alert, it was Spencer. But we'll be sure to post a pic of just a silhouette. Yeah. What a shot. I, what a shot. I really like I was I mean, that's actually the most intrigued I've been watching this show. <laughs> Who could that be? Which one of those girls is that? <laughs> um, Spencer is walking up to the bleachers of the high school where Jason DeLaurentis is running up and down working out. Why are we working out at the high He's school? He's also the least natural looking person running up and downstairs i've ever seen every i don't time think anybody looks natural no but every time it. he gets down to the bottom he like is standing so straight he like 
<laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Like he gets to the bottom. It's like he runs into a wall and it's just like so stiff. But like, here's what I want to say. I think I've only ever seen like football players working out like this in movies and TV. Um, Have you seen football players running up and down the bleachers yeah. often? Be- well, when? during during band practice. Oh, during band practice. Yeah. Huh. Well, anyway, Whatever. that's what Jason's doing. And we find out that Spencer called him to meet. <laughs> and Jason was like, oh, this is where I'll be. And invited her, essentially, to his she, shirtless workout. He is shirtless and sweaty. And he's like, and his shorts are pulled down pretty low. Like, you can see the whole V. Yeah. Like, it's and a little bit. Spencer's okay. like, oh, it can wait if this is, like, what you're doing. And he goes, didn't sound like that on the phone. Yeah. It's like, okay, we'll also put a shirt on. That would be appropriate. She's a minor. <laughs> that would be appropriate <laughs> anyway so she's like well basically this photo was sent to me it's obviously taken from Allie's bedroom and he's like yeah could be could be looks like it she's like okay so are you like worried do you have any <laughs> answers for me and he's like look you <laughs> they make photoshop so good that you can it looks like you made it with paste and scissors what okay like, you want to tr- take that back try that again it was not even remotely <laughs> comprehensible. Okay. okay. They make Photoshop so good. You <laughs> <laughs> looks like you couldn't even, you can't even use paste. And, you know what they say paste? Yes, you did. Instead of glue stick. <laughs> <laughs> paste? <laughs> oh my God, paste? <laughs> Let me tell you the last time I heard about paste. <laughs> I was in second fucking grade. Oh well, my God. was the God. last time you were just like gluing and cutting things together. Well, I like to do craft, so <laughs> probably more recently than you. <laughs> anyway, he's like, <laughs> our family was sent so many things, and like, it could be anything. Like, he's like, Spencer, have you ever heard of Jean Benet Ramsey? <laughs> okay, um, that case was such a phenomenon; it took over the country. This, not much different. <laughs> there are lots of people that think Allison is the grown-up Jean Benet Ramsey. <laughs> uh, and we're not convinced she's not. And did someone just come to finish the job? Maybe. So <laughs> honestly, people were sending us a lot of and conspiracy he's like, theories. You know what, Spencer? A lot of people think the brother did it in that case. And I really <laughs> yeah. don't like what you're accusing me of. And I don't like, of. and I feel like this is kind of accusatory now. And I'm kind of regretting inviting you here because I feel like I'm getting the energy that like one you of here us to the school. Yeah, like one of us is going to push the other down the steps. <laughs> I don't know who, but <laughs> I'm getting. It's feeling kind of tense now that. You have accused me of killing Jean Benet and Allison De Laurentiis. <laughs> wow. Um, but basically, he's like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. We get so many photos. We get so many things sent. They're just all kind of bullshit. And my family's hired a PI, so I'll give this photo to him, and we'll see if he can drum up any news or whatever. I'm curious to see if Jason actually gives it to the PI. Also, why does the family have a PI at the moment? Yeah, I thought we had established Toby was the killer. Also, like, Allie is dead. So, like, they're, it's not like they're looking for Allie. Yeah. There's well, but there could still be a PI. Oh, they I could suppose. be looking into, like, Toby. But then it's like he's in jail. Yeah. I don't know. So many questions. Well, is um, he in jail, actually? Last another question. <laughs> yeah, another question. Last we saw Toby, he was strolling around Rosewood Times Square. That's actually so true. He was just going for a hot girl walk. Yeah, literally. <laughs> we saw. He had the Pretty Little Podcast on. Yeah, oh my God, he did. Wait, that was nice of him, though. It was. I think I forgive him that was so for <laughs> killing Allison, allegedly. <laughs> um, Jason does apologize to Spencer also for being an asshole at the memorial. And Spencer says something weird. He says, I was a jerk at the memorial. And she goes, well, 
That's not the word I would use, but it's okay. <laughs> what what fucking word are you going to use? Like, were you going to call him the C word? <laughs> like, it's like, was it so bad that you, like, I mean, like, huh? it, his sister is dead, was murdered. Yeah. At the time, you didn't know who it was. You still really don't. <laughs> Spencer does. <laughs> well, right, of course. Like, no one can tell her anything. And she's wrong 98% yeah. of the time. And even when she's, like, been proved, like, black and white, Spencer, you are wrong. That's not the truth. Actually, it's not the truth, Ellen. <laughs> she's you won't give it up last episode i, I quoted it a few times a day i love that quote actually that's not the truth ellen guys it's time <sighs> did you just feel a chill run down your spine yeah that's big not, that's not an accident time. that's not an accident you no. felt it oh i i've never stopped actually feeling the, it the since. foreboding presence of page fucking mccullers <laughs> that's the noise she evokes from me. I like act, like I don't think I've ever felt the way that I <laughs> felt about Paige about any TV character She's ever. Like awful, and I'm dying to know what Moe's thought when she got the script. <laughs> I just be referring to her as Moe's. That's her real name, and Paige yeah. McCullers is her character's name, and you all know exactly what I'm talking about. But I just I also want everybody to know like because we are gonna go in on Paige. I just want everybody to be prepared. I suppose I want you to know how we feel. We don't like her, and we're not. I'm not going to apologize for that. We're not going to censor ourselves. And you know what? I feel like we have permission from Lindsay Shaw, Moe's herself, because she posted about it on TikTok. Yes, she, she made she a did. TikTok. She was like, I forget what it said exactly. I'll, I'll post okay, it. Okay, but she was like, when you play the most hated, when you do literally nothing, but you play the most hated character yes. on a TV show yes. or something. Like, It was rampant. The and hate. she knows, and the world knows, and I posted a TikTok about it last week, and I got a lot of supportive comments mm -hmm. as well because yeah because yeah she's just insufferable she's horrible like honestly like i would watch movies of ezria before i would watch scenes of Paige. yeah no they like evoke a visceral reaction from me yeah so we'll just we'll just start in okay here we go we got a little so swim. i do have a question for emily though aren't you hung over emily is swimming the well, best she's ever swum in her life this is monday now Oh, I guess they're at school. Okay, never mind. <laughs> never mind, Caroline. Stop it. Um, <laughs> so Emily is lapping Paige. Like, she's literally swimming so much faster than her, and she gets out, and she broke her own record. And the coaches are very excited about Emily, and they tell Paige, you've got some competition. They literally call her by name. They go, Paige, looks like you've yeah. got some competition. Yeah. And Paige at first is, is like, like nice. Yeah, she's like excited because if Emily's on the team and Paige is the leader of the team, that makes Paige look better. That means the team will perform better. So at first she's like, are you really going to stick around? Like, this is great if you are. And Emily's like, yeah, I am. Like, I was distracted, but that's over now. So Maya was a distraction. Wow. Mm. <laughs> anyway, so they're back in the locker room. Paige's hair is miraculously blown out. In the most wretched hairstyle you've ever seen in your life. It's like, I don't actually think anybody on Dance Moms had this haircut, but I feel like they did. You know what I mean? Like the dance, it's just such a Karen it mom. It is such dance a Karen hairstyle, haircut. but it's not the Karen hairstyle. No, but it, but it also it, is. It gives what? it, yeah, it's the bangs, it's the straightness, it's the length. Yeah, it's those straight across bangs. Yeah, like right to the top of your eyebrows, and then the it's bob Edna that goes Willy Wonka. Yes. <gasps> yes. Yeah. But although, like, I don't want to insult Edna, Edna Mode. Mode like that. I don't give a fuck about Willy Wonka, but I don't want to insult Edna Mode that way. 
although I know you are right. But yeah, anyway, so th- she's in the locker room passing out gifts to everybody on the team, and we're we never find out what they are. No, I'm sure they're like little bracelets, maybe like that. They might sharks. slow you down in the pool. <laughs> Emily's like, pa- Emily goes up to Paige after and is like. This was a really insensitive gift. <laughs> what if they're all give. just like shark teeth? <laughs> like just shark teeth. She's like, I found these on the beach. <laughs> the beach <laughs> this in summer. Rosewood. This summer I brought these home from the beach. <laughs> <laughs> no, that whatever that. Maybe it's, they're at that lake that they all yeah. went to that one time. It's infested with the sharks. Yeah. So Paige is giving a full-on speech in the locker room about how she's the leader. Seems more like a dictatorship to me. And she like literally a girl starts opening the box. And she goes, can you not open that <laughs> until I'm done talking, please? Thank you. Um, so right away, unlikable. That is an objectively bitchy thing to do, Paige. And the coach comes over and is like, Paige, that's enough. We want you swimming, not talking. <laughs> or whatever she says. And it's like, me too. Yeah. Me too. She Everybody knew something we didn't know yet. The fucking like army of a swim team. There are a million girls in yeah. this locker room. It's a massive swim team. And so the coach is like, so everybody needs to get their head in the game like Emily Emily yeah. broke a record today. Yeah. And Paige scowls at Emily like it's nobody's really steam business. steam coming out of her ears. And everyone starts filtering out. And Emily, sweet girl that she is, goes up to Paige to basically, I think she was going to say one, like, thank you for the gift. And mm-hmm. two, I think she was actually going to be like, hey, sorry that your speech got cut off or yeah. whatever. And Paige doesn't let her say a single word and, like, storms out of the room. And it's like, okay, right away, we're not on a good foot. We're right not away, on a good foot. right away, we're not on a good foot. Right away, we're on my left foot, which everyone knows is bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm missing a bone and I have a screw in there, so we're starting on my left foot, which is a tragedy. Yeah, fuck you, Paige McCullers. Then oh! we go to Hannah's locker, which is there's a little bit of sorcery going on in her locker. A at little the bit moment. of a uh, continuity error. So we know she's got like that mirror in her locker because she's looked at herself before in it. And we've discussed that. This time there's like a stock photo of two girls like in sunglasses One and One is boas. for sure Hannah. I don't think it is though. I think th- neither of those are people in the show. I think it's just like a random photo. They were like, oh, well, from far away, this will look like you guys. Then Hannah like turns and they're gone. <laughs> and the mirror is completely free. No, we get of two any- like cut shots away from the locker and we, we cut back and it's there. And then the third time, it's, gone. it's just gone. It's gone. And it's like no, really no one noticed that. And post because I did. I noticed it right, right, right away. away. I rewinded and I was like, "Oh yeah, rewound." I re- oh my god, Phoebe, Phoebe, you better shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so they're standing at Hannah's locker. If I can't censor you anymore, I want you to sound smart. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Do you not remember the banana thing I said? Okay, <laughs> I think I checked that box. <laughs> I think I sound like a freaking genius. Anyway. So they're all around Hannah's locker and Aria walks up like walking on air and Spencer hands her these tickets and it's like called the Basia, the Basia. It's a museum. Girl, it's apparently out of town and yeah. she's given Aria out of two town tickets. Philly. Yeah. It's in Philly. Right. And what's so funny. So Spencer gives them to Aria and Aria's like, I don't know. I just think if we could get out of town, we could actually have a real date because she's going to surprise Ezra and take him to this museum exhibit or whatever. And Spencer's like, girl, I get it. It's like, oh, we know you do, yeah. Spencer. Like, we know your little <laughs> rendezvous like, in Philadelphia. Like Philly has been really successful for me, actually. Literally. Literally. She's like, you got her so in the Ian and Bell I, while you kiss. Ian and I went there all the time. Yeah. Ian Wren. She's like, I got I got hoes in Philadelphia. <laughs> and I know exactly what you mean. 
And Hannah's still super freaked out as she should be. I guess Spencer's just like come around to it. She's like, well, and naturally she would be the one to come yeah. around to it. But Hannah is still like, this is weird. And she calls him Mr. Fitz. And Ari's like, I would just like feel a lot better if you just called him Ezra. It's like, okay, well, he's her teacher. <laughs> so like, it, it just wouldn't happen for me. If one of my friends were in this position, it just wouldn't happen. No, what if Hannah was like in class and she's like, excuse me, Ezra? What I would he do? And what would the class do? Because he doesn't know they know yet, right? He knows that A knows. Yeah. But I don't think he knows that they know. I'm thinking A, B, C, and everybody else <laughs> knows too. I love that you got the script memorized. I love that you're off book. Spencer's going to be Arya's alibi. So Arya is basically going to say she's probably spending the night at Spencer's house. Spencer's going to be holed well, up in her room. I also think she's saying she's going to this with Spencer. Oh yeah, probably. So that her mom, okay, so that she's yeah. going to this. Her mom. So knows Spencer that. can't leave her house. That's right. what it is. So Spencer can't leave her house because if she did and she ran into someone, Arya's cover would be blown. So she's holding up in her bedroom. She's gonna order pizza and watch a rental movie on Arya's dime. <laughs> yeah, this is so embarrassing. I'm like mortified for both of them. Yeah. Who do you guys think we're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> we finally get the scene that we've all been like. Every time every Aria walks into his classroom, we're like, oh, my God, there are kids in there. No, this is the scene where there are kids in there. Because we know there is one. And we finally got there. This is it. God, what an episode. We get Paige. Yeah. And I told you I love this date. And you were like, I don't remember it. I do now. Yeah. No, I love. I don't know why this like sticks out very vividly in my mind. This episode. It's because Ezra apparently looks freaking hot this he episode looks hot he looks so good he's right like now. recently shaved gotten a haircut i don't know there's a, his skin is glowing his skin is glowing well he's walking on air oh my god you know what i bet they got a different they got new makeup artists because aria's makeup does not look very oh. good and his and he looks a lot yeah. better so i bet you they got a new no, makeup, Aria's makeup is not like we don't love it where, we don't it, love should, it where it normally is honestly yeah no i mean normally she looks fine this is not a good look she walks into the classroom Again, with the wires not having peripheral vision. No. Or at all. I don't even know if it's them not having peripheral. Prefer- huh? Holy shit. Oh, my God. Peripheral. Whoa, 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 Wait whoa. Second, We're not stopping until you get this out of your <laughs> mouth. Peripheral. Okay, good. Peripheral. I Don't say it again. You're going to screw it up. Okay. Just leave it. It's not even them having peripheral vision. It is... Just that it's a mental block. Like they, they can't think about anything else. Arya's like, okay, it's so like I'm gonna go in there. Yeah, it's gonna be perfect. I'm gonna walk up there because well, this is obviously very well thought out, yeah. planned out endeavor. Her and so Spencer were like plotting this yeah, in the bathroom. Oh my God, so she walks in. She walks up to his desk. She's like, hey, and he like looks up and he's like, hello, Miss Montgomery. <laughs> uh, blah, blah, blah. Like you can call the student Arya. Yeah, she has to call you, Mister Fitz. You don't have to call <laughs> her Miss Montgomery. It's like a little bit of a like. That's what you call Fucking Ella. look around you. Yeah, so he looks up and she realizes there are students there, finally. And so she walks in front of his desk and she puts her notebook down. And she's like, I was hoping you could look over my paper and let me know if I'm on the right track. So she puts her notebook down on the table on his desk and she starts unzipping her sweater or jacket or whatever. I mean, I know she's clothed under there, but, he but doesn't. it doesn't matter. Well, it also doesn't matter. You... You don't do this. And I think if someone was standing in the front of the classroom doing this, I even if know. their back was turned towards me, I'd be like, what is she doing? I would know. Especially with the rumors going around. I know. And the way be they're both acting. Careful. Oh, my God. When she leaves the room and he's like, can't stop looking after her and smirking. He like grunts. He too. No. Yeah. She she goes, what do you think so far? I guess far? I should say like yeah, what She unzips happening. it. There's a tie of 
It's probably she's Spencer's. wearing a tie, and it says "Safety Pin to It" is a post note that says "Wear Me," and she goes, "What do you think so far?" <laughs> and he, yeah, he literally grunts like, "Oh, like okay, caveman." And then he looks at her notebook and he sees the museum tickets in there, and it says "Tomorrow Night," and he says, "I think it's outstanding." And then she's like, "Okay." I will drop it off at the end of the day. And she walks out and he like looks back at her and he's like smirking. He can't hide his smile. He laughs a little bit. And I'm just saying, if I'm a student, I'm suspicious. Wow. Hannah is in quite the predicament. This show just keeps getting better and better. Oh, my lordy. Hannah goes to her locker. The picture is back in the locker. We don't need to talk about it. It probably just like fell down and then she picked it back up. Yeah, probably. That's got to be what happened. Right? Right, you guys? I don't know. Or like one PA was on the set when they filmed the first scene and was like, I hate the picture. Yeah. And, and then, then a different like, PA was there. Well, the he got fired day. for taking it down. Yeah. Yes. But they were like, we don't actually have the budget to pay anyone else to like reshoot the scene. So we're going to leave it. And we're <laughs> going to trust that our audience is as stupid as we think they are. <laughs> anyway. Hannah opens her locker. Mm-hmm. You skipped the whole thing with Caleb. And you skipped the whole thing with the teacher. Oh, my literal God. Okay. So, oh, my literal God. <laughs> So Hannah's walking down the hall. She runs into the PE teacher and swim coach. And we realize Hannah has skipped gym class three times this week. And she's now getting a detention, which Caleb Rivers overhears. And he says a hilarious thing to Hannah. He says, you know, if you really want to earn your bad girl stripes, I'm happy to help. Ew. <laughs> oh, my God. Caleb, what? I know everything he says is horrible, but <laughs> I'm so here for it. Still, I'm so here for it. And she but goes, what did she say? She goes, if you're going to suggest to get matching tattoos, the answer is no. <laughs> like, and he is like so turned on by their little tete-a-tete. He's like, That's I... your favorite fucking word. Oh, my God. The you profanity. said it. Vanity. You said it Saturday. You said it Sunday. It's party. Well, you know, I think that fucking is your favorite word. You say it all the time. She's so embarrassed that I just said that to her. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so now, Phoebe, you can take it. Okay, so we now Hannah, Hannah opens up her locker and there's an envelope there, an envelope, and yeah, envelope, envelope, envelope. I think I say envelope. It depends really on antelope. how I'm feeling. Antelope, cantaloupe. Ooh, cantaloupe. Elope. Uh, elope. Ooh. Um. Oh God, I'm out. I think. <laughs> Peelope. <laughs> it's just like peeling and pulp. Peelope. <laughs> okay. So anyway, in the envelope she opens it up and there is oh my god this card you guys hey, Look, i actually have fun. to i have yes she did i have to post pictures it's so funny the card is a mother's day card of a mom walking with her daughter through a field it says happy mother's day and a put a thought bubble com- or a speech bubble coming from the mom that says i need money <laughs> Money, please. <laughs> I need money. So when we make merch one day, and if you guys want merch, let us know. But anyway, because I just kind of want some merch for myself alone. <laughs> we're going to do a shirt with that card on it that says, I need money. Yeah. Or we're just going to do a shirt that says, I need money. Yeah. Like, well, like, you know, my black you and court sweatshirt. Just, I need money. Something like that, but I need money. Absolutely. I'll or like, it. just a thought bubble, too, with that. But I think the card. In the A handwriting. Oh, my God. A mug with the card and the I Oh, my yeah. God. You guys, the wheels are... Oh, my God. We had literally the Jenny Slate. Money, please. Money, please. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, one Mona of the best Lisa television Saperstein. characters ever. Oh, my God. Jean Raphael and Mona, Mona Lisa, Lisa Saperstein. Us. Uh, no, you and Lily. 
<laughs> Lily and herself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's actually it. The only siblings I get compared to on television are David Rose, the, David Rose, and Alexis. but Lily is or Caroline's both. Yeah, I know. Those are the David only siblings that like I am compared to, and it's not a compliment. I but think it kind of is. I love them. I do too. You know what? They are America's little spoiled brats, they're and Canadian. that's kind of how I think of myself. They're Canadian. Okay, well, in the show, it, they're Canadian. Oh my god! Wow. Okay, they're Canada's favorite little spoiled brats, which I am the American equivalent. So, <laughs> yeah, America's favorite little spoiled brat. <laughs> Do you think when they were kids, David was probably like Alexis? We're kind of like Canada's Mary Kate and Ashley. Oh my god! Yes, yeah. I think he said <laughs> that. Absolutely. She goes, "Well, I'm Ashley," and he's, "No, I'm Ashley." Absolutely not. No. You're having trouble hearing because I'm not talking <laughs> to you, bitch. <laughs> Alexa, shut up. Perfect. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, so, okay, back to the scene. <laughs> Inside the note is written, do you want to get your mom her money? Um, and then it says, show Arya's mom what her kid's been hiding. Y'all, what would you Holy do? Holy freaking moly. This. I would tell Ella. This I think has to be the the worst. I mean, I know Aiden is literally hand Hannah with her car, <laughs> and He's then like, like, and then publicly humiliate her with that cupcake scene. Okay, but this this has to be worse. Why are none of the like, other girls getting attacked by A right now? I know, I it's know. It's just Hannah. She's like Hannah's because Hannah <laughs> Phoebe just Phoebe <laughs> Phoebe's sitting in front of the microphone. <laughs> and then she said, "Why are the other girls getting bullied?" And then she. Like, moves her head like an ostrich, <laughs> like, moves it away from the mic and back towards me, and eyes wild. Well, you know why? Because Hannah. And then well, I, my, can't, well, I can't even describe this, you guys. I ha- my mic is, like, really close, and it's on a stand, not like Car- Caroline's is handheld, so I have to move my head around. Well, you chose this for me. Hannah opens the envelope and sees that there is also a ticket to the Bastia exhibit that Arya and Ezra will be attending, and so... What we're thinking is A is telling her you have to give this to Mrs. Montgomery. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Like, okay. And so, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I would tell my parents. That's the thing. <laughs> the thing is, is that all of this would be cleared up because if this <laughs> happened to me, my mom would know immediately. <laughs> I wouldn't care. I don't know if she would. I don't oh, know my God. Me. You're so mean. You just throw all your friends under the bus. No, 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 no. That if this happened to me, if A happened to me, the first A text mom would know. I don't have that many secrets that I would be willing to go through this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not strong enough for this. It's the next day. Hannah is walking into the kitchen, new (laughs) outfit. She finds (laughs) in the kitchen her mother sitting in like an upright fetal position on the chair in the breakfast nook. And in front of her is just a carton of eggs a crate of eggs she's just sitting there sadly looking at the crate of eggs no she's not even looking at her, her head is buried into why her are the eggs in front of her she's gonna make pancakes yeah but why did you go sit down in front of them and she's just it probably took a lot of energy for her to get from it's the fridge of sadness yeah oh my god but it's so funny when you really isolate it yeah. like why are you crying in front of a crate of eggs <laughs> you know so anyway been there girl. that's what hannah walks in and finds and her mom is just, like, so depressed. And we don't know what happened yesterday. We still haven't found that out. 
But obviously something's not good and it looks like she's not going to work today. So that also might be something. And she looks at Hannah and she's like, you know, you'll always be my baby girl and I'll never stop like trying to make things work out for you or whatever she says. And in that moment, Hannah fully makes the decision to... To tell Mrs. Yeah. Montgomery, and we find out that Hannah Marin is actually the world's slowest writer. <laughs> she writes out. I mean, and and I know that Ella Montgomery is a lot of letters. I know it's a handful to write, but like it. And, and here's also the, other thing. the cameraman, Hannah. Like, yeah, it can take you as long as you want. I don't have to watch it. We literally have to watch her. The watch her write the entire. I knew. Name. I knew when you licked the envelope what was happening. You didn't even have to write it at all. But you could have stopped at Ella. Yeah. And, and we that still would have taken 30 seconds, but... Also, like, are you not going to try to make your handwriting look like not a high school student's handwriting? Yeah, not a great job of disguising that. Hannah, I love you, but this is hard for me. But also, it's like, I'm sorry, Aria. Here's what I will say. Maybe what Hannah and her favor. mom are going through right now is so much more important than you and your teacher fucking. Like, I'm sorry. It, you would never see it that way, ever. No. Because you cannot see over... The shadow of your own ego, but that, I liked that. That's the truth. The shadow of your own <laughs> ego. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just something I came up with. <laughs> <laughs> Just something I have a I've tattoo of on. it, actually, magically, as soon as I said it. <laughs> it's right here. <laughs> wow. Um, <sighs> Mom, that's a joke. No, it isn't. She's <laughs> <laughs> like my Lorax tattoo. Not a joke. Not a joke. Look, you want to know something? Sorry, Savannah, who I'm about to talk about. <gasps> oh my god, that was so harsh. You're okay. about to tell her she's brainless. Well, listen, Savannah, remember this moment <laughs> where Savannah, I stood up for you. Savannah thought she texted me after the episode came out where we talked about my Lorax tattoo. You said I had a tattoo of the Lorax. I don't remember that. And Savannah said, Phoebe, I have to ask, do you actually have a tattoo she of the Lorax? That. And I said. Savannah. It's because I'm an actress. <laughs> <laughs> I have you guys all. No, everything, every story she's told has been a lie. She's like Allie. No, every story I've said has been a lie under authentic circumstances. <laughs> because that's all acting is. <laughs> all acting is is telling the truth under imaginary circumstances. And that's what I'm doing too. Oh. I'm telling someone's truth. <laughs> it might not be mine. It might be acting. So maybe it's more deception than lying. No, no, no. It's storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Uh, I'm we, sorry for what you're about to hear. We have more Paige McCullers. I've already had enough. Yeah. She walks into the locker room. Emily's changing. Emily's bra is hanging over like the top of her locker, which she's changing. So that's okay. It's the girl's locker room. Like Paige walks up to the locker picks the bra up yeah that is not your bra that is so rude and disgusting of you to do and inappropriate <laughs> i would i would start screaming <laughs> bloody murder it would be actually the worst day of her life <laughs> if she did that to me and if she stopped there that would be enough like she'd regret it she for the keeps rest going. of her life so she holds up she says pretty and puts it down like here's the thing is like if you know about Paige, then you know about Paige. <laughs> and I know about Paige. And so I'm like, <laughs> are you saying this to like flirt? But then you might in a minute that. you're about to be like really nasty. So it's the fucking Karofsky syndrome. Remember Karofsky from Glee? 
who's so homophobic and then we find out it's because he's gay oh yeah yeah so Paige is like you know um you're doing so well we're gonna have to accuse you of doping and like it's like you're gonna have to take a drug test emily <laughs> and emily goes bring it on bring it on Emily's not taking anything. She's just not in the book because she's so sad. And she just put her combat boots on. So she's like ready <laughs> Wait, for battle. Yeah. Her combat boots that actually come up to like her thigh. Yeah, they're, they're just, but they're not sexy like in any way, shape, or form. That's not what we're saying when we say up to her thigh. They're horrible. They're bad. I truly do believe she borrowed them from Arya, except for Arya's got little elf feet. Or so her I don't dad. think that they would fit Emily. Well, I also they're don't like, think Emily's dad's military boots would fit Emily or go up to their fit up to her thigh <laughs> and then Paige is like well you know what like if you want to be captain you're gonna have to do a lot more than swim well or whatever she says and Emily's like I do not want to be captain That's, she says it plain as day yeah, she's like I don't want that I don't care and Paige is like well why else would you just like check out and then come back and be really good it's like because she's good at swimming and likes it yeah she's like because this is because my she had a conversation with Toby and Toby told her do you swim because people are watching you or because it makes you yeah. feel good. And she says, I like the way it makes me feel. Yeah. So that's why she's <laughs> that's there, That's why she's Paige. fucking doing it, Paige. That's why she's there, Paige. And then Paige says, well, you know, being so into the breaststroke could really hurt you. My like jaw in her drops. her campaign for Captain or whatever. I, my jaw drops. And, and then Emily, she says, again, no, Emily's Paige, so depressed. She's just like unbothered. Well, she goes, what do you mean by that? And then Paige says, well, we all know which team you like, really well, play yeah. for. Emily's like out of the closet yeah, now. And she's like, okay with you knowing that. And, and this is an instance where you really see that she's okay with you knowing that. Yeah. Because she's like, okay. Like, it's... I don't care, Paige. I'm not interested in being captain. Like, whatever you need to do to make you feel better. I just can't stand the girls, what I'm saying. So, Hannah's still writing on the envelope. <laughs> and she writes, thank you for all of your hard work from the Rosewood PTA. And puts it in Ella's school mailbox. Yes. So, that's how she delivers it. Which is better, because for a second, I thought she was going to do it at their home. Yeah, I'm glad. And this was smart. Hannah. This is less weird. But it still is weird, because there's not even, like, a note inside the envelope. And it's, it's just one a ticket. single ticket. Yeah. Well, they know that she's single right now. <laughs> oh, my. It's actually a read. They're actually roasting <laughs> From the Ella. PTA. Yeah. But like we heard. I just want to mention Ashley Benson's handwriting. It's Phoebe bad. is still talking about this. It's Part of me thinks maybe she's trying to throw her off by like she's capitalizing random letters in the middle of the sentence. Like in I the middle. <laughs> in the middle of the sentence. <laughs> in the middle of the sentence. Yeah. I don't Whatever. know. Whatever. Caroline doesn't care. I did. I so. don't care that much about the handwriting. It's true. So then we see Arya walking down the hall, and she stops. She dead jumps in her tracks, to a halt. Looks like 50 feet away from her. I don't know how she saw this. Now she has peripheral vision. Okay. And Arya is, like, talking to a student. She looks at him and no, does, Ezra. like... Ezra. Or, sorry, Ezra is talking to a student. Arya looks at him and gives him, like, the tightening your neck, like, universal symbol for tightening your necktie. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and he snickers. And then she meets up with Hannah. And I kind of thought Hannah was going to pull this. Hannah is, like, clearly upset about something or distraught. And Arya is walking on air. And yeah. she's like, Hannah, what's wrong? Like, why are you so down? Is this about Sean breaking up with well, you? She, uh, yeah, because she asked if she wants to go get her nails done. And she's like, there's nothing more important to you than your cuticles. Which is also, again, a read. <laughs> like, Arya, all these backhanded, like, oh, there's nothing more important to you than your cuticles. Like, oh. Okay, I don't. That's probably not true, Aria. <laughs> like, I don't know. She's a pretty good friend. <laughs> Literally, your fr friends are typically more important. Yeah. She's like, why are you so down? Is it about Sean? Like Caroline said. Hannah's like, no. And Aria goes, you know, it's, 
this doesn't mean that you're done like forever like with all the stuff she's, that me yeah. and Ezra have been through. She's like, I mean, look at me and Ezra. <laughs> like, oh she doesn't say that, God. but it's like the same energy. And I knew, I knew it was about to come out of her mouth because she goes, you don't give up on him. Like, you fight for it. She pauses. And I was like, oh, she's about to go, I mean, just look at me and Ezra. <laughs> but she goes, all the stuff we've had to go through, like, we should have been history by now. And this Hannah sees as an opportunity to convince Arya not to go tonight because that would really solve all of Hannah's problems. Right. And so she's like, well, maybe all those things are a sign from the universe that you should not see each other in Rosewood or anywhere else. And Arya immediately gets so takes mad. it so personally. And it's like, actually, Hannah, I know that this isn't her motivation, but she is being the voice of reason. Yes. Like the things she's saying to you are what a good friend should say to you in this situation. And Arya says, you know, I expect curveballs from the universe, but not from my friends. Yeah. And she's like, I have a problem if it's coming from my friends. And Hannah's like, I don't know. I'm just saying like. You have to sneak off to see him, like, whatever. And Ari goes, you're just jealous. Or, like, you're jealous. Yeah. And Hannah's like, I'm literally not jealous. And she's like, no, it sounds like you are. <laughs> and, and Ari's like, and I've thought for a while, actually, <laughs> that you were, like, incredibly jealous of me. Like, you and won't like, call him okay. You won't call okay. Ezra. Yeah, like, oh, okay, it's okay, Hannah. Like, I'm inviting you into my little world. Like, it's not your world. And, like, you don't run it. And I know you're jealous of that because my life is so exciting. It's like... I don't know, a Jane Austen novel, you know? <laughs> and yours is more like mm, Sarah Shepard. <laughs> Just I love Spencer on this scene. She's on like another... I, she's, it, uh, yeah, you're speechless. I'm speechless. She's just different. Here's the setup. The <laughs> girls are eating lunch not in the cafeteria, which is something extremely new and different for them. I've obviously had a bone to pick with the cafeteria for a while now, so you would think I'd be relieved to see them somewhere else. I'm not. I'm like, don't... Don't pull a fast one on me. <laughs> I know this. Caroline's pissed. What's up here? What's up? We have a new makeup artist. We have a new lunchroom. We do. Everybody looks different. Everybody looks different. Except Hannah looks pretty. Except heavy on the blush, I think. Yeah. No, there's a new makeup and yeah, hair team. And Emily, also, her hair has been curly like every single episode. And now they're now. doing this thing where it's straight and it's parted in the middle in the front. But then in the back, like three-fourths like of the way it's of. like up yeah. yeah and then emily looks like she's no makeup on this yes, whole episode. yes and then spencer's wearing like a little bit different makeup than yeah. usual and so is aria i don't know i don't know anyway so the girls are all sitting there they're all pretty glum they're kind of depressed except and spencer yeah spencer's like um what's going on where's hannah aria goes who cares <laughs> what <laughs> like and nobody oh sticks up God. for her no nobody's like well like well, friend. you know, yeah, as we know, they're they don't they include Hannah. And Hannah's things. the only one Hannah's that is the a good only friend. loyal friend to them, and they're like fuck her for that. And she's the one that doesn't need them. She was like yeah. Miss Popular at the beginning exactly. of all this. Exactly. I think she still could be getting, if she wanted to. She's getting terrorized. Yes, completely terrorized. <laughs> as compared to these other girls, for they like don't even know they, how good they have it. I don't think they could survive a day in Hannah's no. shoes at this point. Like I don't think so. No, Hannah, not at all. Hannah is getting the brunt of it. And then with Hannah's family situation, also. It's, I feel so fucking bad for Hannah. Like, these other girls, meh. <laughs> you brought it on yourself. Emily's, like, in the clear. Uh, there's nothing going on the right now. The only thing is that Maya's gone. She's and sad that about that. And sucks. But, but like it's like, that's A normal isn't, high like, school. tormenting Emily right normal now. Normal high school vibes right yeah. now for Emily. Even Spencer's, like, okay, except for Ian being there. Yeah. Which, like, isn't the end of the and world. And Arya's about to go on this amazing date, and she's just, like, pissed at her friend for having mm. Yeah, Arya's just, like, brain. having an illicit affair, and she's stressed about that. But Hannah's problems are, like, outside of herself. Like, all of her... You know what? This is how we know Hannah's a good person because 
what A is using to motivate Hannah is like doing something for someone else. Mm-hmm. So like I'm motivating you because I need you to do this for, for your mom. But if it was for Hannah, she'd never do it. Yeah. Like, that's really what it is. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I love Hannah. Anyway, Hannah's not there. Aria does not care. <laughs> She's made that clear. And so then Spencer's like, well, what's up, Aria? Like, are you not excited anymore? Yesterday you were about to give me tongue. You were so excited. What? I just like that line was could unnecessary. It, it could have stayed in the writer's room probably. Yeah, it's it's really just a little bit out there, Spencer. Yeah. I feel like Spencer does have some lines that are like meant to shock. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some, It's like, oh my God. Like, okay. <laughs> like, like Spencer's the friend that will like say things that she thinks everybody's going to laugh at. Yes. And then it's like everybody goes just quiet. like hangs in the air. She's just like a little intense for yeah, everyone. She's a lot intense. That is the truth. <laughs> I love that. I'm just like ragging on Spencer who in episode one, you were like, you're the most like Spencer. <laughs> and I'm like, she, yeah, she is a lot intense. <laughs> anyway, she tells Ari to wear this red dress that she should go and be bold. And Ari is fine again. Then she turns to Emily. Emily, what's going on with you? And Emily's like, I'm, I don't talk about swim practice. And Paige enters the room. And Emily can't help but, like, stare at her kind of in shock. And all the girls look and they see who it is. And they ask Emily, who's that? Which is, why did Spencer ask? Yeah, that's true. Because we're, we're, we're about to learn that Spencer knows her. But also, like, I feel like th- obviously grades can be big. We went to a relatively big school. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like typically... I knew most people in my grade where it wouldn't, especially if they played sports or were in some sort of club where like you had at least like seen their name. Exactly. So like Emily says Paige McCullers, like they would have never heard of her ever. And she's like about to be swim team captain. So Emily says, yeah, that's Paige McCullers. And Spencer goes, oh, I know her. She was on my field hockey team. We named a penalty after her. Like that's how much they hated her. Well, that's also like how aggressive she was. Yes, exactly. Like this is not, this is not a, Emily specific problem at this point either because she's just like a bitch and we're learning this from lots of people so anyone who wants to challenge me just remember that and Spencer goes well what did she say to you and Emily goes just some stuff about me being gay or whatever oh my god Spencer Spencer goes I will kill her no she goes no she doesn't oh my god you take away the moment and you say the I will destroy her. (laughs) And then Aria, Aria was like in me, me, me world for a second, and then like checks in when she can like make Aria look like a good friend. She goes, (laughs) "I'll join." What did she say? I don't know. I'll join. But we'll just go with that, I guess. Thank God I listened to what Spencer said, or we'd just be going with "I'll kill her," (laughs) which is significantly less dramatic. (laughs) Destroy was used intentionally. <laughs> anyway, Spencer gives Hermione Granger energy. Yes, of like we could have been killed or worse, expelled. That's also Caroline. <laughs> she is a true. kid. That's true. That's very true. Anyway, Arya picks up the gift that Paige gave everybody on the swim team, and Emily's like, "Whatever it is, you can have it." Paige gave everybody a gift to try to get people excited for her to be team captain or whatever, and she opens it, and it is a bracelet, not shark teeth. And it says, go sharks, but it is the same style of bracelet that Allie gave all the girls with their names on it. And now they have the name of the boutique that made them. So they know who made it. And so they're going to try and go figure out who had the fake Allie bracelet and the Jenna bracelet made. So we're in Ella Montgomery's history classroom. I was certain she was an English teacher. I was certain I also was certain she was a sub. Mm -hmm. And like... Very rarely do subs actually like teach a lesson. Yeah, or like or have a rapport s- with students. Well, this I, way. I think she's more like a permanent sub. Okay, but anyway, 
she's talking about appeasement. And she's like, do you guys think appeasement works? And Spencer raises her hand and said, no, because giving into a bully never works. And this just has Hannah reeling. She's like staring at the envelope on Ella's desk. And in this moment, she's like, okay, I'm going to get the envelope. I'm just going to undo this whole thing. But the halls are crowded when class is over and she's chasing after Ella and she can't catch up with her before she is stopped by that goddamn P.E. teacher. She's everywhere. She's and like, she, your she's like, go spy. She's everywhere, but she's nowhere. Yes, yes. And so she, Hannah's like, I just need to talk to Mrs. Montgomery really quickly. It is so weird to me that she's like, no, you can't. You have I to know. go to detention now. It's like Hannah's not like always in detention. Right. It's not like you're like, oh, no. It's not like she's Caleb. Like, you know, and it's you, not like you need to go now or I don't believe you're going to go. Mrs. Montgomery was right there. It's not like she's just like trying to leave. Yeah. Like, it's her teacher. Like, and then she was like, well, you should have thought about that before. Well, what if Hannah just had a question that just popped up during also, class? Ella's freaking bolted out of that room. Bolted. At first, Ella goes, don't race me to the door. It hurts my feelings. And then Ella starts like running down the hall yeah literally at the speed of light yeah so caleb's in there with her phoebe so astutely pointed out that he is wearing black fingerless gloves why why we're inside we're inside we're not a little huh pickpocket that's the word well, i was like of. are we doing something sleuthy are we doing something but like even if you are doing something sleuthy your well, fingertips like, are Oh, like, did he steal someone's phone? Oh, that's so true. You need, like, real gloves. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, it's just... So, it's a fashion choice. Yeah. It's strictly for fashion. Man, he and Arya. But I still love him. But everything he says sounds like he, like, Googled, like, bad boy phrases, you know? Hannah, like, tries to get up, and he kicks his foot out in front of Hannah and goes, where do you think you're going, princess? (laughs) And she's like, this princess needs to pee. (laughs) And he goes, good luck. Bathroom breaks in 10 or something like that. Yeah. And so they sit down and they're talking and he's like, what do you have to get out of here for anyway? Are you going to see the Justin Bieber movie? Oh my God. And Hannah goes, it's not, no, (laughs) it's not just a movie either. It's an experience. She goes, don't talk about the Biebs. You don't know the Biebs. You don't understand the Biebs. Just leave the Biebs out of it. (laughs) You don't (laughs) understand his hair. What an iconic line. Yeah. He goes, is it about his hair? And she goes, no, it's the true story or something like that. Literally. Um, this is an ad for the Justin Bieber movie. Yes. But then she finds herself like involuntarily opening up to Caleb, which maybe is a sign that they have a connection. I don't know. (laughs) But she's opening up. She's like, no, in an hour, like Aria is going to be or she's going to be in Philadelphia. He's like, who? And she's like, Ella, Mrs. Montgomery. He's like, well, what did you forget to turn in your homework? She's like, no, just if she gets there, like a lot. A lot, a lot of people, people are going to get, get really hurt. And Caleb makes the correct connection where he goes, <laughs> is she running a terrorist ring? Like, or something I'm sorry, like that? if someone said that in the year 2022, Anna would, would be already like, be detained. <laughs> For real. Like, Or Mrs. Montgomery would already be a detained. A lot of people are going to get hurt. Huh? No, truly I would be so concerned and if so someone teacher, said this to me. Caleb's not concerned. A teacher approaches and hands Caleb a slip and he gets to leave. And he's like, my social worker got me out of detention. And then we realize that he sent an email from his phone as a social worker to get him out of detention. And Hannah is left alone. Arya is at Ezra's door, Y'all, knocking, I'm trying getting to get butterflies. So Arya is trying to buzz in. He's not answering. She calls him and he says, you look really good. Turn around. She's wearing that red dress. He has pulled up in a stretch limousine to pick Arya up. 
and the doorman opens the door for her and she gets in and they start kissing and the window romantically rolls up so we don't get to see the rest. Arya says, so this is what a real date with Ezra Fitz looks like. Like, probably not. Damn. Probably not. Don't get used to this. Arya, since when we have to buzz into the apartment building, you've had no problem actually getting into the building before. It's so true. It's so true. You've broken into his apartment several times. Yes, that is so true. And also, Arya, like, he hasn't had to pay for any dates so far. Like, you have just been going to his house and holding up there. So, this is the one date for you that he's ever paid for. This is not going to be, like, every single date that you go on. Like, you get, like, one date with him. That's it. So, he'll he'll do this. He's breaking up with you at the end of the night. Sorry. All I'm saying is there's a reason he's not dating girls his own age. Ooh, that's so true. Yeah. Uh, That's a red flag for me. I'm sorry. I would agree. Big red flag, which we've talked about. But But then we go to Ella, and she's walking. There's a cute little song playing, and she's walking to the town. She has a coffee. She gets into her car, and the car won't start. (gasps) What happened? Thank goodness. We're back in the locker room. Emily approaches. The coach is getting the most out of this episode. Yes. And Emily's like, you wanted to see me? And the coach is like, yeah. And she pauses. Paige walks in. Oh. And so we're like, what's going on? Emily's like, what is this? They said Emily's also like, what's going <laughs> on? Because Emily didn't say anything to the coach. So the, the girls sit down and the coach goes, I heard something about a homophobic comment being said. And she looks at Paige and Paige's eyes is. <laughs> <laughs> Paige's <laughs> eyes is. <laughs> oh my God. Paige's eyes like twitch. Like she has this like visceral reaction to being called out for her homophobic yes. comment. And Emily also kind of has a reaction because she's like, I didn't say anything. So what? Like, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. I don't need this on my plate. I don't care. It Whatever. It doesn't right. matter. And so she's, like, trying to convince the coach. She's like, it doesn't matter. Like, it was a misunderstanding, whatever. The coach says, Paige, okay, you can leave. Like, you're not going to question further. You're not going to be like, this is what I was told was said. Well, I think she just realized that Emily's not going to say it in front of Paige. So she's like, okay, I'll let Paige go. Mm -hmm. Then Emily might feel like she can tell me when it's just us. Because obviously, which, like, exactly. Why would you ask both of the parties to come like when they neither of them know what it's about ne- yet. well but also like do you really think the victim's gonna feel comfortable like telling you the same thing she would tell you in private That's in front true, of yeah. the offender like i'm sorry what so she's like emily if you don't tell me what happened i can't help you and emily's like it was just a misunderstanding can i go and she leaves so emily is not a snitch not a fucking snitch. in this case she should and could be wow wow, wow. okay so spencer gets home from school and Jason is just sitting on her couch with a pillow on his lap, talking on the phone. Make yourself at home, Jason. Truly make yourself at home. The housekeeper let him in. Yeah, the housekeeper. Maybe fire this housekeeper. Why haven't we met the housekeeper? We've literally never seen her or him. So Spencer hasn't been alone all this time. The housekeeper's been there. He basically wants to talk to Spencer about the photo. He says, hey, it is real. Um, And for all I know, I took it. And Spencer goes, for all you know? And he goes, yeah, I was... Hi, all last August. What kind of drugs are we talking? Do you think pot? No, I think we do find out that it was harder stuff. Oh, really? Because he really, we, I mean, this is a recurring problem, kind of, is okay. that Jason, there are holes in his memory. Oh, my God. Okay. But we never really get into, like, what drugs he was doing. He de- Pot was definitely one of them. Yeah. But, like, I think, and he was drunk. 
It was okay. a bunch of stuff going on, and he was already out of it. Okay. In his own mental state. Got it. So he says, he's no, he says, I was holed up all summer in that room oh. with the most potheads, <laughs> including Ian, after Ian dumped your sister. But what's so wild is that Jason goes, you know that kid that Melissa used to date? Oh, yeah. Ian? You mean her husband? Her husband. Like, they're, they're still together, and they live in your backyard. So, like, yeah. Something well, tells me like you in would and know. out of Rosewood. So. But I feel like that's you're obsessed you'd probably with know. thinking that he still lives in that house. And I've told you time and time again, they don't. You're right. <laughs> so so they so do. it's not his neighbor. Maybe anymore. I should stop watching the show. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. <laughs> what's going on. It's frying your brain. Well, no, it's just like when, where I'm at right now. Like they're in. Okay, the shh, be quiet. So basically, find out Ian's a party boy. Big Pre- surprise. Preppy boy by day, party, party boy, boy by, by night. Because Melissa's <laughs> or Spencer is. She's like, he's like the poster boy for prep school. He's a triathlon star. It's like, and those are the ones, Spence. Those are the ones you gotta <laughs> watch like, out Spencer, for. Spencer, you should actually know. Yeah, yeah. So then we get over to Ella's vehicle. It's still broken down. This is a jaw-dropping scene. Jaw-dropping. Byron, jump scare, is there <laughs> helping her trying to jack the car, get her to... Is it called jacking the car? I don't know. Starting it. Starting the car. Jumping. 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 Jumping the car. <laughs> He's trying to jump the car. Here, I was going to call triple A one time and be like, can, can you, you just get, help me jack the car? You can jack my car up. They're like, you can go to like a body shop for that. Like, <laughs> you, you can just give a hammer. A. Like, you can <laughs> just jack it up yourself. So Byron's helping and he says, well, you know, if you didn't have such a cheap date, like this wouldn't have happened. He could have come and pick you up. And I was like, I'm not going on a date. I'm going by myself to this, you know, exhibit. And then she says, but you're wearing a really nice shirt. Are you going on a date? And he goes silent. After you just gave Ella shit for like the date you presumed she was on, you're going on a date. He's silent. He bought a new shirt for this girl. And he's like, Ella, I don't want to get into this. And he says, you're the one who walked out on me. Remember? I can't even believe he said the that. The audacity. And Ella can't either. She is no. like. Like, I'm sorry. What? What? Do you remember why she walked out on you, dude? Did you conveniently forget that part of it? You f- I can't. It makes my... She's... I she's am She's leagues beyond Byron Montgomery. I hope they don't work this out. But unfortunately, Byron will be taking her to the exhibit, so... Oh, yeah, he's driving her. And she's like, well, we don't both need to be late. He's like, I'm not going to be late. And neither are you. You're probably going to be late if you're driving to Philadelphia and back before your date. Similarly to how we have a new makeup artist. I think someone else wrote Spencer's lines this episode. She is on one. She's on a whole nother level. It is weird. It's very weird, but I'm kind of living for it. Yeah. She and Emily are sitting at the kitchen counter, like scarfing down pizza. Spencer doesn't say one line without her mouth full of food. Which was hard for both of us. Which was hard for for both of us. Yeah. We're very brave for watching that. Um, (laughs) And Emily's like, Spencer, why do we have to eat dinner at 430? (laughs) It's like she's chained to the counter. Spencer's like, eat up, little girl. (laughs) But it does seem very Spencer. I know there's a reason that they're eating so early, but it also seems like Spencer would eat dinner at yeah. 4.30. She'd be like, well, if I eat it later, then I get too tired to do my homework, <laughs> to finish my homework. So <laughs> I have to eat it now so I can fit in a quick nap before I start my homework. And as Spencer says, she says, well, we have to eat before our appointment because you know what happens to me when my like, blood sugar drops. She's like, yeah, our appointment's at 5.30 and it's a long way away and I don't know how long we're going to be there. So I don't know when we're going to get back and you know how I get my blood sugar drops. Yeah, she's, it's very funny though. Like yeah. she, it's. Troy and Belisario, you do a nice job with these lines. <laughs> and so then 
Emily's like, well, I can't eat any more pizza. I'm so stuffed. If I keep eating, I'll be swimming in two lanes. Okay. we. D- Hannah is like out of the picture for like a day. Yeah, and you not guys like a super cool thing to say, but whatever. Um, and Spencer goes, well, good. Then you can swim in Paige's lane. By the way, did the coach kick her <laughs> off the team? <laughs> oh, my God. And Emily's like, why would she do that? Yeah, she's like, how do you know? That my coach knows what Paige said. And so she's like, because I told her. <laughs> she's like, makes no bones about it. <laughs> Literally. Because I told her. Emily freaks out that Spencer would do that. And she's like, well, she's been bullying people forever. And she needs to stop getting away with it. And you're my friend. And I wasn't just going to let her, like, talk to you like that. And Emily says something which I very much disagree with. Emily's like, well, I did put her in her place. In the moment. She was put in her place by me. It's like, mm, not just, really. Like, you just kind of brushed her, it off. Like, she'll probably... We know that she's not done. Look, her reign of terror is not finished. It is only beginning. (laughs) Oh, my God. It is only beginning. (laughs) And I'm sorry. If I was going to trust Emily or Spencer to, like, tell someone off, I'm going to choose Spencer. Like, sorry, Emily, you're not putting anyone in their place like Spencer is. I can assure you of that. Emily says, I'm not just some helpless little lamb. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you seem like it, but also you're not. But like sometimes you are. You are. And you, Spencer yeah. goes, I'm not going to let her do what Allie did. Well, she goes, well, you never stood up to Allie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Emily is like deeply wounded by this. And she suddenly remembers she has a test to study for. And she's got so she to go. So she can't go to the appointment, which, by the way, the appointment is with the girl who's making those bracelets. So yes. they're going there and it's at her house, which, which is I'm why immediately unsettled by this. That they're going to a woman's house. All right. So we are at the museum. Well, we're outside of the museum. Somebody Ezra, tells me we're not going to see inside. No, I don't think we are. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we are. <laughs> um, Ezra needed a breath of fresh air. They're kind of upset because the artist was a no-show. And they're talking about how shitty that is. And Ezra looks at Ari and he's like, are you upset that the artist was a no-show? She says, no. The only person I wanted to see tonight was you. She goes to hold his hand and he like rips his hand away. And yeah. she looks at him and kind of like laughs like, <laughs> did you forget? <laughs> and he like holds her hand and he's like, gosh, I'm, I'm so used to having to hide our love. And then they share a kiss in public. And I just think if I'm watching this, I still think she's underage. Yeah. And I still see that you've got gray hair. Ezra. And it's also like. Philadelphia is not it's not like you went to it's New York not, exactly it's not that far like I don't I don't know that you need to like just enjoy being on the date alone together yeah, and then maybe save like the kissing the and holding hands for some other time is my recommendation yeah wow guys wow guys a if you didn't watch us well who knows who saved the day all we know is that Mrs. Potter is ripped <laughs> oh my <laughs> god she's croaked She's uh, we dead don't know as a freaking doornail. Like, yeah, we do. Jacob Molly. No, we do know. Listen, here's the thing about dead you as a doornail. Sh- <laughs> as a child, I was so emotionally scarred by a Christmas Carol. Ugh. More specifically, Caroline's production of a Christmas Carol. Whatever. Like, I, like actually, I couldn't go see it. She was like so scared of it. It was scary. No, it was not. scary. Scary. I was literally so scared of it. Everything about it. There are a few parts that are like meant to be creepy, but to call it scary. No, I was scared. The part where Marley comes back and like drags a chair around, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And then the part at the end when Scrooge's grave comes up and there's like bloody Scrooge on it. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It was a lot for me as a kid. 
Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. And now Phoebe watches Pretty Little Liars over and over and over again in her room alone at night. Not in my room. Not in my room. In the living room where there are windows everywhere. Which scares Carolyn. We were recording the podcast there last week. And it's like dark on the deck and you can't see. But I would like look around and Caroline would be like, what is it? <laughs> What's who's there? Out there? Who's out there? <laughs> no one, Caroline. <laughs> Literally no yeah. one. I'm unsettled by windows. I'll say it. <laughs> I'll say it so you don't have to. Anyway. Hannah is coming to visit her mother at work and um, Ashley Marin's immediately like, you got to go. Like, you cannot be here. I don't want you to see what's about to happen, basically, because she's getting ready for Mrs. Potter's appointment. Hannah's like, can't you just tell her the truth? Like, I can't lose you, too. And she's crying and in walks a teller or something at the bank. Yeah, an assistant. And she's like, oh, my goodness, the hospital just called. Mrs. Potter had a heart attack. And... I'm kind of confused why she doesn't immediately like come forward with the rest of it because they're like, oh, is she going to be okay? And she's like, no, they couldn't revive her. <laughs> she's like, they couldn't revive her. She's dead. <laughs> like the way she says it is like, no, you idiot. They couldn't revive her. Hello? <laughs> yeah. um, and I mean, Ashley Marin has a good poker face. She's like, thank you for telling me. And the woman leaves. And Hannah, like, I mean, how do you feel in a situation like that? It's like, do you celebrate that? I mean, she was an old woman, so it's like she lived a full life. Yeah. Do you, like, rejoice in the fact that she's now dead and your problem has temporarily gone away? I don't know. I feel like they have the appropriate reaction of just, like, hugging and just yeah, like a crying, little bit of relief, but also but just, But it's like also, like, this is still a complicated so feeling. So much stress, yeah. Really quickly, vile behavior. Byron and Ella, like, make out in the car. So that's awesome. Simply vile. We're going to move on from that immediately. Well, we should just say they got to the museum, but she's not going in. Yeah. Because it's basically over now, and she's making out with Byron in the car. So, so like, they were both late. Yeah. So it's it's great. It's great. I don't believe he actually had a date. Yeah. See, he didn't say he had one. He just kind of let her think that. Yeah. But I don't know if he really had a date. Then we move to the beating place and Spencer again. Spencer, who we realized was supposed to stay home tonight. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah we did. We did have like a moment when we paused a minute ago. We were like, wait. Wait a minute. Wasn't she supposed to be like in her room all That's night? why Arya bought that pizza that That's Emily and Spencer oh God, ate. That's so true. Wow, Spencer. You're a little <laughs> shicey bitch. So this woman is looking for information on who bought the bracelets. She a queen. I don't know how Spencer's allowed to ask that. I like love this. Girl. I think that's like a privacy thing, though. Like I think you are not supposed to say well, like, like we here's hear. the name of who bought these. This girl is much better at the beating than the organizing and right, probably she the does shopkeeping. Say that. She she looks like um <gasps> the m- at, uh, what's her name? Oh my god, the I'm grandma gonna, from Halloween. Yes, yes, Debbie Reynolds. She looks like Debbie Reynolds. She's in, like, a purple cloak with fringe and, like, yeah. She's got the glasses with, like, a beaded necklace around. Oh, my God, around. yes, like our grandma always had. Yes, we decided that our grandma KK would either be besties or enemies with this woman. Yes. Here's a fun little story about KK really quick. Okay. We had, so every Thanksgiving we spend down in South Carolina with our family. And usually my mom's family comes in from Georgia, which would be our grandma KK. And one year, my dad's family came down, too, from Boston. So we had the whole family there for Thanksgiving. And so we were like, this is the perfect time to do family photos. We're never all together. This is iconic, guys. We, like, talk about it all the time still. Yes. So the color scheme was you could wear jeans, black, or white. And that was it. And we were all going to be in those colors. And there were, like, 20 of us that were all adhering to these rules. Mm -hmm. So our KK shows up at the beach, like, 20 minutes late, (laughs) which is 
actually early for her. Yeah. Um. In fact, I bet they told her an earlier time. They were like, it actually starts at 6 a.m. And it started at like noon. And so she, she got there One at 1220. One time I went on a college <laughs> tour with oh my god well we kk drove with us because i was going to see a school in tennessee and we drove from atlanta to chattanooga to stay with kk's sister mm-hmm. we were gonna leave at noon we asked kk if she's gonna be ready at noon mm-hmm. to leave and she goes yeah i just put some laundry in it's like a, it's 11 <laughs> 45 <laughs> <laughs> we're like okay and then so it's 1 30 and we're like starting oh to pack the car and kk <laughs> g daddy our g daddy brings down a mattress topper as we are like packing <laughs> the car and it, we were like now leaving two hours late to when we said we were going to and we have a mattress topper sheets <laughs> all this stuff in the car it's like a two-day trip oh my god she is so funny so she's this hilarious is just like that's the the this kind, of, the kind of woman she is. she is we love we love her so she shows up late to the family photos and she's wearing a neon <laughs> orange sweater like neon orange and my mom is like oh my god like what do i how do i fix this so she goes up to her mom and she's like hey like we're all wearing black and white you have to take this off (laughs) and kk wraps it around her waist and goes i'm not wearing what everyone else is fucking wearing (laughs) no i think she's just why why should i I wear what why should i wear what everybody else is fucking wearing (laughs) and And, honestly facts and and true and she ended up wearing it so that's that's what we mean like but this I is think so that cute. She and this girl are similar. Yeah. But there might see, be some friction there. Some yeah. tension. For sure, for sure. Um, but she does find out right away that both of those bracelets were made from the last six months, which is, I guess, helpful information. And Spencer is so pushy. She's like, okay, well, do you know who bought them? And the woman's like, I'm looking, I'm looking. And she goes, please, it's really important to me. Oh, no, no, no. She goes, well, you keep records, don't you? Don't you keep records? Please, it's really they- important to me. And she goes, oh, here it is. These bracelets were both purchased by a Spencer Hastings. Does that help you? Spencer's like, literally, no, but thanks. Spencer's like, I'm actually so scared to go back and get in my car now. I should have just stayed home tonight. Like I told Arya, I would. Okay. (laughs) We're reeling, but we're just going to go back to a scene before. Listen, okay. First, we deal with Hannah and Arya. They make up. We don't don't even have to talk about it. Arya says, Look, I get it. It's a risk. But Ezra's someone I'm worth taking a risk. I fuck. Damn it all. <laughs> Ezra's someone worth taking a risk for. Yeah, that's what I Yeah, and say. Hannah realizes that Ella didn't make it last night, so she's off the hook and thank God. Hannah because, was oh literally ready to tell Arya. I know. Which is I like know. good friend Hannah. I know. Thank God she didn't. Like, thank God Arya was like, No, I have to interrupt you to talk about me. <laughs> like yeah. for once that comes in handy. Um, so then we go to this scene to the pool the scene and i'm lovesick <laughs> oh wow yeah that's the song that's playing like that and someone is sick in the fucking head <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah emily just swimming laps by her lonesome just like blowing off some steam has an impressive flip turn that we get to see and she makes it back to the other end of the pool and she comes up for air and she's immediately pushed back underneath Think the water and held this down feeling is when you no. get out of the pool after like caroline and i were both on a swim team at one point so we get it when you were like done taking a lap and you like get up your to lungs breathe, are like on fire you're like you need air in that moment yes. and to be immediately yes. pushed back mm-hmm. oh my god and i remember like times when something would happen or it's like i would go to like take a breath or something but i missed her or something would happen and like i, I couldn't and me being like 
like it being really a problem. Like I remember <laughs> it was really yeah, scary. Like, what's crazy about us is that like you have we to breathe. can't breathe underwater. We don't have gills. Okay. I wish. I what's don't that movie even. Where humans have gills. I don't know, but Harry Potter gets gills. Oh, that. And, and then um, weed. what the hell is it called? Aquamarine. What the hell is it called? Yeah. I love. I love Aquamarine. Anyway, forever will. I wish I was watching Aquamarine and not this right now Ugh. because Paige is. This is like a true like an attempt like an a crime. murder. It's she crime. just over, every time Emily makes it back up for like one breath, Paige pushes her back down. She's holding her under the water. Emily's fighting it, like trying to get up. It's like I just want everybody to remember, like if you forgot, if you were like maybe Paige isn't so bad, or like maybe this wasn't as serious. Remember this. No, this watch. Go watch this back because I actually was looking for like some footage this week and I watched this scene like a million times it's aggressive it's like really aggressive and really sc- like poor Emily it's really horrifying and I, I literally like she should be like locked up for this because it's such a horrifying display of like anger and who she is yeah and, and then Emily finally gets up from Aaron she's like what the hell and Paige goes I saw the lineup Emily yeah. like hasn't even seen it yet she's Emily know what the like fuck is going got on. a better whatever spot or heat I think than Emily Paige. replaced Paige in the relay. Okay. Yeah. Because Emily's performing better than Because Emily is better and also like and, and that is the main reason, but it's also like, I mean, Paige, also they know that like you haven't earned it. And like part of being a leader or like the is team not captain is teammates. like yeah, not being a piece of shit. And so she says to Emily, like, I would never tell on a teammate because my feelings got hurt. It's like Paige, uh uh-uh. uh uh uh-uh. you also just damaged her lungs so it's no longer just her feelings and she's still not gonna rat you out she's still not gonna rat you out probably yeah because that's just the kind of girl emily is it's awful so yeah it's horrific. i just no one forget when we do like, not forget when we this. get into a couple seasons and like Paige is still freaking around for whatever goddamn reason mm-hmm. and we still can't stand her this is why remember she tried to kill our girl yeah we don't forget we hold grudges, and sometimes a grudge is healthy. Sometimes grudges are for good reason. Life lesson from Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline is really trying to push for merch. That's oh my God. Caroline's life Guys, lesson. How really about do you want it, though? <laughs> I'm going to lo- let Caroline talk about this scene. <laughs> and my love for Caleb deepens. I mean, right away, he's showing us that he is worthy of Hannah. I'm just going to say it. The lines that he has still kill me, but... I'm looking past it because he works for the greater good. He doesn't even work for the money. He's not even doing it for the money. He's doing it out of the goodness of his heart. So here's what happens. (laughs) Hannah's trying to get to her locker. Caleb is just loitering in front of it. And he's not even like on his phone. He's literally just standing. He's just like leaning against it. Yeah. And she's like, can you move? Get your sweaty body off my locker. And she so likens him to a barnacle. Yeah, she's like, you're like a barnacle. You're like that thing on the side of the boat that you can't get rid of. So Caleb takes out of his pocket this like rusty piece of what looks to be a vehicle. And he says, so do you want to give this back to Mrs. Montgomery? Do you want to put it on a charm bracelet? And Hannah's like, what is that? And he says, this is what kept Mrs. Montgomery from getting to the Philadelphia last night. So that's when Hannah realizes Ella did not get there. Now she knows for sure. And Caleb says, you know, you can say thank you or whatever. And she's like, I'm not going to say thank you. How much do I owe you? And he has this look like he's almost offended that she's asked that she's asking that question. 
And he says, nothing. I did this for free or something. And she's like, well, what do you want? And he's like, I'll think about it. And I just love that he didn't immediately go like a date. Yeah. Like do something grimy. Like he was like, "Mm, I'll think about it. I don't know. He's winning me over. He's winning me over. He had already won me over, but he's winning me over. He walks away looking hot. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'll let you take the next scene which is just like boring 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 it's aria she's walking she sees her mom aria walks into our new little like area where we're spending so much time all of a sudden runs into her mom and mrs montgomery is like hey do you want to go on a shopping spree later today and aria is like what is the southern the sudden urge to splurge which i just can't stand when they talk like this like no human not even the rhyme it's just like these like not everything you say has to be like this. Yes. There, less is more. Yeah. Less is just more. And when you're writing dialogue for a show, like, no one would say that. Right. Exactly. Anyway. So, they decide they're going to go shopping later. And Mrs. Montgomery's like, how was Spencer's last night? And all of a sudden, Aria is the worst liar I've ever seen in my it's entire so life. It's so funny. Aria's, like, fully keeping a student-teacher relationship from everybody in her life. Aria kept her father's affair from her mother for an entire year. And she can't lie about a sleepover. Unbelievable. She's like, oh, it was just, we watched a movie, did a Cosmo quiz, ate some popcorn, and lights out. It's bad. Bad lying. Anyway, then Aria's like, well, how was your night? And Mrs. Montgomery's like, well, you know, it was fine. She I went clams to this, up. I went to this, um art gallery and yeah. she says that she went to the art the exhibit she starts acting so weird though yeah. that it immediately like throws Ari off she's like um huh. her well, eyes are like back and forth and it's like you're acting weird and you're saying you were there last night so this is making me think that you saw me and Ezra and that's why you're asking me to go shopping so we can talk about it so yeah they're gonna go shopping at the end of the day but Aria actually knows now that Ella didn't go because Ella says yeah, it was really nice to meet the artist, and we know that the artist didn't show up. I think Carolyn will do a better job explaining this whole flashback <laughs> than I will. Oh, my God. It's incredible. Honestly, some of the best acting we have seen thus far, because it's a scene just between Allison and Spencer, and they are, Our I think, actor. the two best actors. So Spencer's sitting on her bed. It looks like she's alone. Yeah. And <laughs> she's looking at the picture of Allie in the shadow, the mysterious shadow. And she has a flashback. And so it's Allison and Spencer on the night that Allie died. And they're in Spencer's living room. And Allie is basically pressuring Spencer to tell Melissa about her relationship with Ian. Which is so weird now that we know Allie and Ian were also having a relationship. So It all kind of makes sense. Like, it's like Allie is trying to get Melissa and Ian to break up. And for this Spencer reason, and Ian to break up. So that she can have Ian yes, to Yes, exactly. So she's like, you have to tell her. And I'm just saying that by tomorrow morning, she's going to know everything. And I'm giving you an opportunity to tell her first or to let her hear from you. And Spencer's like, fine, I will tell her you win. And she starts walking away. And Allie, like, grabs her. And she's like, I made you, Spencer. Like, you need me. And you'd be nothing without me. And Spencer goes, what's a leader without its followers? And have you ever thought that maybe it's not the question of if we exist without you. It's if you exist without us. And she goes, and you are already dead to me. And they're both, like, crying. And it's, like, Mm -hmm. so, it's such a good scene. But she does say, you're already dead to me. And Allie storms off. Storms out of the house. Spencer begins to go up the stairs to her room 
But then we see that she chases Allie out of the house, making her the shadow in the picture, but we don't know exactly what happened after. So that's where the flashback stops, and we pan out back in Spencer's bedroom, and, and all, all the, the girls, girls are there. there. <laughs> we didn't realize that. <laughs> and she's confessing that she's a shadow, which apparently she's... I think if I were her, I might not have realized that right away. That, like, that would have been me. No, I don't think she did But either. they're like, well, why didn't you tell us sooner? She's like, I don't know. I just... Like, she doesn't say, like, because I didn't realize. She's like, I just didn't... I th- she says because I thought part of me is maybe like thinks that I'm guilty for what happened. Yeah, this is the start of us kind of seeing a darkness dispenser mm-hmm. that we haven't previously been introduced to. And this sort of like really intense relationship between mm-hmm. Allison and Spencer. And it, which we've kind of seen played into a little bit before, but mm-hmm. this is now, it's not making Spencer a suspect. Yeah. But it's like there was a lot of tension that night, especially. Mm-hmm. And, and we also know Spencer's the one who came back to the barn and said, Allie's missing. Yeah. I think I heard a scream. So, so it's going to be important to remember scenes like this. Yes. In the future. Totally. So then we go, oh, I'm sorry. I almost forgot an insane thing. So then they're like all looking around Spencer's room and they see something outside of the window. Hmm. All the girls go to the window. They look across the way and Jason is standing in Allison's bedroom window. Yeah. Why? Weird. But why is he in the house? Well, here's my theory. Okay. The St. Germain's never actually moved in because they're ghosts. Okay, but like if we They're just, just living there. I want to the see. The, I almost called them the St. De Laurentis's. The De Laurentis's just left for a little bit, but they kept the house. Okay, but I want to. But the St. Germain's were like perfect listen, opportunity. I want to throw that away for a second. The ghost thing. Actually, why is he in the house? Did they all move because Maya went to True North or whatever? Maybe. Here, I have two actual theories. One. The show really doesn't care about continuity. <laughs> yeah. They might just hope that Maya's gone. We were going to forget that they she lived in that house. Yeah. I don't know. Also, maybe the St. Germains are just like, they feel bad for the De Laurentiis. So, like, if Jason comes over, they're like, yeah, like. You can but it's like nighttime. Like, it's, I don't know. The whole thing's weird. I mean, Maya would let him in. Maybe he's a ghost. Maya would say absolutely. People love to come here to feel close. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's so true. But Maya's not there. But so. she, like, like. Well, I, I was going to say, like, mother, like, parents, I know, like, but we can't but say like, that yeah. anymore because they've shocked us. Yeah. They've literally shocked us. Okay, we're left with an A scene. We're back in Agatha's KK's house. house. I'm naming her Agatha. Oh, or KK. <laughs> yeah, totally. The woman. <laughs> the woman. And she's making tea for someone who is dressed all in black with a glove. And she's talking to this person and she says, Eyes are the window to the soul. And then you have interesting eyes. Yeah. She's like, Who do we know that has interesting eyes? And then she hands them this teacup and she says, Oh, don't worry. I did exactly what you asked me Mm -hmm. to do. So So either A knew Spencer was going and so told the woman to say that Spencer Hastings is the name of the records. Or A had the foresight initially when they were going to purchase the bracelets. And was like, I'm going to, I don't know. I think maybe Emily's bracelet was swapped. Emily's bracelet wasn't there. No, I mean like the Go Sharks bracelet. What if like that? That's not what she brought. She brought the Jenner bracelet. Oh, yeah. And the copy of the Alley bracelet. Because we know. I mean, But like, was A there the whole time Spencer was there tonight? Like, because it's like, why would A know she was going tonight? I think A probably knew. But how did A get there before her? To see, I don't know. I guess this is a fictional story. A's everywhere. And yeah. she's nowhere. She's everywhere and nowhere like Maya. All right. Well, that about wraps up episode 15. What a chaotic episode. Yeah. We had a lot to say. Oh, my God. But so much happened. Such a good episode, actually. It was, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't say that word. Synopsis? I know. No. this The French. Oh. Episode 16 uh, is in French. Go ahead the and try. The whole thing. Go ahead and try. Just sweet un ami. Yeah. 
Je suis un ami. Do we know what that means? Y- I love you, my love. I am your love. I am. Well, let's just I'll read it. I'll just Google it. You, you read, I'll Google. Spencer is in a Blair Waldorf beret, and Caleb is sitting next to Hannah in the beanie. So this will be a great episode for the hat situation. Anyway, a, a crucial swim meet for the Rosewood Sharks is the setting where Arya, Emily, Hannah, and Spencer experience a lot of turmoil. As secrets start to be revealed and antagonists become less threatening, could the game be changing for the girls? Hmm. Wow, wow, wow can't wait seems like it's gonna be a fun one turmoil it means i'm a friend huh so well i guess that checks out with the line that says antagonists become less threatening yes and i'm also really excited because in the still for next week caleb is sitting next to hannah and hannah looks so happy i literally like just talked about where everybody's sitting well, i was like super wearing. busy googling french this is what? Paige in this episode also. No, I'm so sick of her. I wish I could pay to have a season where like every scene she's in is just like <laughs> <laughs> just like recorded over. <laughs> something else. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 15 of the Pretty Little Podcast, and we'll see you next week.